You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. It's your boy, Steve. Once a oh, Steven, Steve, it doesn't matter. Um, today, it's going to be quite a podcast. And, um, and, uh, I'm feeling, and for, if, if anyone hears like stuttering my voice, I'm fine. Trust me, I'm fine. Um, some, something happened at my, just, just to give you a rough summary, something happened at my job last night that was kind of scary, but I came out, but I, but I'm, I'm fine. I didn't get hurt or anything, so I'm all good. And I'm glad, I'm glad to be here to bring you episode 61 of Cyber Time Bite. And, um, and you don't need, you don't need to send your concerns to me. You don't, you don't need to do that because I'll be good. Um, but, but, to, but to move on. Today I'm with someone who's really, really awesome. Someone who makes some awesome art. You can commission, commission art, um, money for art to this person, and she'll make you awesome artwork. And um, and it's really, really awesome and amazing. There we go. There's another one for the amazing count I ever saw in this podcast. Um, today I'm with Soap Tears, also known as Sophie. On Twitter. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem. Um, so, so what's what's um what's let's start with the most obvious question. What got you into art? Um, I started getting serious about it, I guess, in seventh grade because I would always draw cartoons. I just really enjoyed that kind of caricature aspect of things. Um, and around middle school, I was like, hey, I could actually do this as a career if I wanted to so then I started working at it a little bit more and developing my own characters and now I'm here <laughs> that that's really cool I mean I mean like was there was there ever like a job you always wanted to do before art was a thing like before you discovered art could be like your job or like something that you could do for a living or like and go to college for what was like the backup plan um well okay so I've uh I grew up in a family of creators and my dad was um in a band, he's a musician, and so my first thing that I really wanted to do was uh, be a, like a singer. <laughs> I really like music as well. Yeah. Um, and, but eventually, like I kind of fell more into the visual side of it. I went to like a school, not like a public school, but like a separate school along with my regular education for um, for music and uh, theory and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but eventually, I, was, I just kind of moved over to uh, to visual arts, I guess. So I I always wanted to do something creative. It was just deciding what that was going to be that was kind of hard <laughs> do you still have the do you still have like a uh a a a itch for the vocal skill like do you do you still want to do vocals yeah and it's been kind of hard because so i've i just graduated uh last year from high school and i was in musicals and i did uh choir and i was doing all this stuff and then suddenly i'm at college and i'm only working on visual stuff and then there i can't just take like a choir elective or like do something on the side like that so it's been kind of hard but um then i don't know I'll, I'll find something i think there's an acapella group that i can join or something <laughs> oh, that'd be really cool i mean like yeah do what you want to do i mean like if i mean they, there's you only get one life i mean yeah like... yeah 
and there's also voice acting, which I think is really fun. Uh, when I was kind of developing the characters for my comic trials, I was like, oh, well, if this ever becomes like a show, I would so be down to voice. <laughs> is the main character um, in trials actually named Sophie too? Uh, no, his name is Elliot, but he is kind of based on me. And uh, in high school, I was very anxious. I was awkward. Uh, didn't really know how to make friends. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But eventually, I kind of got past that. And so it's kind of not necessarily a coming-of-age story since he's, like, 18. But um, <laughs> it's getting past um, past issues, uh, like traumas and um, things like that, and moving on with your life and knowing. Uh, yeah, so he's kind of based on me and the fact that I was very awkward in high school <laughs> yeah um and his like character arc I guess is just coming to terms with the fact that his past doesn't define him and even if he is a little bit awkward it's okay and <laughs> you'll find people that will love you no matter what so how about the yeah but how about the the character that's your profile picture the female is what's her oh, what's her yeah. name uh that so that's Mina she hasn't come into the comic yet actually uh but if I would say if you took Mina and Elliot and combine them into one person, you would get me. Because <laughs> uh, Elliot is more of that really insecure, awkward side. But then Mina is very just like loud and over the top and just uh, like a lot. And they're very po- polar opposites. So when you combine them, you kind of get this like mellowed down version of that would be like a normal human being and not just a cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> Does the comic um, replicate like your high school life or is it a completely different story with the personalities of what you were in high school? Yeah, it's it's more of a fantasy comic, so if I did interact with monsters and, and have magic powers, that would be pretty dope, but unfortunately <laughs> I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, it's more of uh, just taking things that ha- not necessarily happened to me, but like the people around me inspired some of the characters and uh, some of like the little interactions and stuff like that. But of course, real life always influences media, so it's kind of sort of based on high school, but I also started creating it um, in middle school. So it's been going on for a while. <laughs> um, but it's, it's just like a, uh, I don't know, like a story that, um, I always wanted to see, I guess. And I used influences from real life to make it happen. I was going to say, um, you're probably not, you're not probably a fan. You're not a fan of wrestling, right? Not a really big fan. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> but, um, there's no, I, I was going to, I was just going to say, um, there's this guy called Chris Jericho and he's in a band and he also wrestles at the same time for you. If you wanted to, I mean, like you could be a singer and an artist at the same time. So you yeah, can do Rebecca both. Sugar, actually the creator of Steven universe, um, the way that she plays ukulele and sings and creates all these songs, but then also has like a hit TV show. That's kind of like the dream. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be really cool. If you could actually do that, be like a, yeah. be a singer part time as, as you do your art. That'd be yeah, my friends and I have been trying to start up a band for like a year now, but it's just, it's really hard with the college and everything going on. But all of us have some sort of like musical talent. We've got somebody to play drums, bass, guitar, and then I would really be down for singing. So I, I, eventually we just got to write some songs and go for it. I would, I would pay to see you. <laughs> if, if you do it, I mean, like if you do yeah, it, I'll, yeah. I'll be up down. I'll come see you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, so you, you're obviously from California then I'm guessing, right? No, I'm actually from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. uh, I go to the Savannah College of Art and Design, so it's only like a three, four hour drive, but, um, eventually I probably am going to have to move to California for the, uh, animation industry. 
Yeah, that's where the it's either, no, it's either two ways. It's either California or Georgia, because Georgia's where Cartoon Network is, and California's yeah. where Nickelodeon and everything else is. I'm really hoping that I can find something in Georgia so I don't have to fly across the country, but like <laughs> whatever opportunity comes first. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lay I'm gonna lay I'm gonna lay it down on you, and I know this is gonna be hard, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> give me your favorite cartoons from like. Like, you don't have to put them in any particular order. Just give me your favorite cartoons in, like, a top five. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. This is hard. Well, the first one that comes to mind is Gravity Falls. Um, oh, yeah. Which you can probably tell in Trials. There's a lot of influence there with the mystery and the whole uh, small town, I guess, aspect of that. Um, and then out of left field here, My Life is a Teenage Robot. <laughs> I know that's really random, but I love it so much in the aesthetic. No, the it's fine. And are amazing and i honestly think it's one of the best shows from like was it early 2000s yeah it was like it's like one it's one from the from the early yeah from the early 2000s so i had to have been like yeah, 13 like early Nickelodeon stuff. yeah um what else oh geez um star. Five, right? <laughs> yeah how about um how a stars versus star versus forces of evil yeah i actually really enjoyed that when it first came out i i did watch the finale with my friends and i kept up with it and stuff but um there was a period of time where I just kind of dipped and like <laughs> uh, I had to binge to catch up on everything. Yeah. Um, but the writing in that is actually surprisingly good. I wasn't really expecting much from it, but they kind of went ham with it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting all like the socio-political stuff of like war and all that. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, <laughs> also, Over the Garden Wall means a lot to me. Um, we watch that every Halloween around that time. I would, I would, I, I wanted to watch that with my mom because um because I think she would like that and plus it's like a car, it's like a fallish cartoon you know yeah um well I I'm excited I don't know if this counts but I'm excited for Infinity Train I've seen a lot of stuff I've watched the pilot a billion times uh, I've seen the first like previews that they shown um, it's coming out like in a couple weeks uh, but it's like the next mini series after Over the Garden Wall that they're doing so maybe it'll live up. Do you know when it's do you know when it's supposed to premiere? I think August fifth or second. It's one of those two in August. Do you um do you inspire off of like stuff like Steven Universe and Cartoon Network cartoons like Over the Garden Wall and Infinity um, Train? Yeah, because they moved past just LOL random humor and uh, Monster of the Week episodes where they just kind of it resets every episode. Um, to just show like the shenanigans like in Spongebob like there's no lasting consequences uh, but now in more modern cartoons they have um, they show like long stories like with Gravity Falls it was this whole mystery and then by the end you connected with the characters and there's been development and uh, they leave for the summer and it's just like you go on you go on this adventure in real time with them and so that like way of storytelling really has piqued my interest and uh, I've wanted to do something like that so I thought a comic would be a good way to start telling that story so what you thought about adventure time and regular show the two cartoons that put cartoon network back on the map when they were struggling oh, yeah i forgot to mention adventure time that's uh probably that'll be i'll put that as number five that's pretty good um it the way that it started i think is hilarious that it did start as one of those just like goofy shows that no consequences they're just in this weird world like whatever but then by the end of it they've created this entire like universe and set up all this world building and created lasting consequences and a lasting story and these relationships with these characters that you actually care about and it all kind of started with improv i read about it online and pendleton ward was just like yeah we started 
writing all this stuff about like how he got a sword like how his hair is and like all this stuff just kind of based on what they've said in past yeah. episodes and i think that's pretty neat that's pretty cool um how about regular show thoughts on that yeah i uh that one's i okay so my friends and i did binge adventure time all the way through and we haven't finished a uh, regular show yet yeah i didn't actually get to see the finale or anything like that but i remember when it came out and the cultural impact that it had on all of my friends when I was younger and the way that they would just repeat jokes. And I feel like it did really impact humor for my generation. And just like that kind of slap in the face, like adult almost humor. Yeah. Um, and he, he actually has a show coming out uh, that is an, an adult swim show or something like that, um, which would be exciting because I know they had to censor a lot of stuff <laughs> in a regular show that they wanted to say. Yeah, the, the that close enough thing that's supposed to come on TBS. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that there was a regular show, Adventure Time crossover comic, and I read the whole thing. Oh, really? Was it good? Yeah, it was really, really good. I mean, like, they, they had, like, regular show going to the Adventure Time world, Adventure Time going to the regular show world. And oh, that's awesome. It, they, it they, reminds me of the, um, the Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron thing that happened a million years ago. <laughs> yeah, dude, I have that on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i remember that came out i was so excited no what i really loved you know, i loved that but what i really loved was the um the the one where timmy goes into the internet <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> i was like how i think i was like 10 when that came out yeah it was that was a while ago <laughs> and, and that that was amazing i mean like timmy going into the internet the safe the, yeah. they take a love layer <laughs> off of his crushes computer <laughs> which I, I um i just think it's funny when uh, a character accidentally like butt dials someone else or sends a letter that they don't want them to read and they have to go chase that person down to uh like get it away from them or delete it or something because nobody does that in real life you never butt dial somebody and then say something incriminating but you have to <laughs> go chase that person down i think it's ridiculous and i love it it's the best thing ever <laughs> so, um... yeah i wanted to put that in one of my stories but i don't know where but i guess we'll see <laughs> you should make you should uh you should have like so you should do like a, a sophie side story where she like where she like falls in love with 2d and he she says something that he doesn't want to tell him and so and so she has to go um she has to go running down the highway again in her car <laughs> <laughs> and dodge traffic and do all this crap oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just like, just like crap like that would work. Oh yeah, yeah. the more ridiculous, the better. Um, what what is your favorite part about that comic? By the way, about that whole um, that whole comic that you made. What's your favorite part about it? Um, probably the scene where Tootie and Murdoch are in the recording booth alone, and they're just yelling at each other. <laughs> um, it was really fun to think about their motives and just have them talk something out because they never actually do in canon <laughs> and i was like this is going to be therapeutic for me for everybody reading and all this stuff because you never get to see that it's always like jamie and the writers never really go into that side of the lore that often and so i wanted to kind of show where they were coming from on their sides and why they hate each other so much um and i, and I think it was just kind of fun to go over to that side have you um have jamie hewitt or Damon Alburn, I think that's how you say his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have 
have had they had they ever came to you or you ever been mentioned through them through the comment being like this is actually pretty i don't usually swear but this is pretty damn good um they haven't i don't think they've read it because i know damon doesn't typically use social media but jamie does i see him a lot on there he has liked a couple of my posts on instagram but i don't know if he sat through and read the whole thing and if he did he didn't tell me in any way <laughs> so i kind of hope that he didn't because i don't want him to think that i'm like butchering his characters or something <laughs> no i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure not because it's an amazing comic that's not that's no butcher by <laughs> <Yeah>. any point <laughs> <laughs> so um i mean like my favorite part about it, if you <laughs> i mean if i can gloat about your comic for five minutes um <laughs> yeah <laughs> But what I like, what I love about your comic is just like the the two D two D in Murdoch is like 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 I told you before we went on recording two D in Murdoch is like me and my friend like almost almost <laughs> at exaggerated levels. Yeah, it's they're so over the top, but to that extent where people can relate to them, and I just think that's awesome. I like how you did when Murdoch was in his RV and Sophie runs off. And he, and he goes like, I know I'm supposed, like I know I'm supposed to chase her, but like, <laughs> and, and like originally he didn't actually say that, but then my, I have my sister proofread everything that I do, and she's like, well, he's kind of a terrible person. That I'm like, oh yeah, I see the best in people. So when I'm writing him, like I try not to make excuses for other things that he's done, but also like he and he like has feelings and stuff as much as he hides them and so she's like well make sure that you show the kind of uh resentment i guess and just like the inability to like <laughs> so putting that like little one-liner in i feel kind of added a lot to the fact that he doesn't really want to chase after her, but he feels morally obligated to <laughs> um is um i i i, I words um <laughs> what um, what got you in the gorillas? Like who? Like was it through? Was it through a friend? Or was it through a game? Like me, like how I got into them, or was it uh, was it just natural? Not, originally, uh, my sister sat me down and showed me humility, and she was like, "Listen, you're gonna look at this animation, you're gonna cry. It's so beautiful." She was right. The combination of amazing music and like the awesome animation, like my two loves, it was it was like it was made for me. It was awesome. <laughs> did um did. What's your what's your favorite song by them? Probably Saturn Spars, just because it's so weird and like ethereal, and I love the music video despite how strange it is. And I show it to other people, they're like, "What in the world is this?" I'm like, "No, you don't get it. Look at it. It's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> how about um? How about uh, Feel Good Inc. The song that they that everyone knows them for. Oh yeah, um, I do think that is probably one of their best songs, like uh, technicality wise. Uh, and the video is also amazing. Um, and there's a reason why I got so popular. I do think it's very good, but personally, I just don't know what it is about Saturn's Bars. <laughs> just, I love it so much. Saturn Bars is a good song. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, a lot, a lot of people didn't like Humans because of so many, because so many guests were on it more than the actual band. Yeah. And that's um, why people love the Now Now, which I like the Now Now and Humans. They're both al great albums. I feel like if you combine them, you would probably get the best album. Um, I understand where people are coming from with the too many uh, guests on Humans, but if the songs slap, then who's to say that it's it's bad, that there's a lot of... Like, that's all that Gorillaz was 
about back in the day. Like, it was collaborating with people, creating weird songs, and just, like, going ham. And so then they do that in a more modern context, and they say stuff that is very political, and then suddenly people are mad. I, I know that you are you love gorillas, and you probably know a lot about them, but I probably I maybe know something that you may not know about them. Yeah. Um, do you know that they're very first, do, do you, I'm going to ask you the question. I'm going to see if you even know. Um, okay. do you know what, do you know what their first song is? And do you know what album it's on? Uh, ghost train. And that's either on B sides or, uh, no, it was B sides, B sides and G sides, but I can't remember what, is it G sides? Yeah. It's G sides. Yeah. <laughs> that song slaps. It goes so hard. I can't even understand what that so good. No, I, I mean that that that's awesome. You know your gorillas. You know you know. Oh them. yeah, well I had to do a lot of research for that comic to make sure I was getting everybody right. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite member? Uh, 2D. I'm a sucker for 2D, which is funny because my sister is definitely into Murdoch and she plays bass and she loves him so much and we argue about who's the best all the time. <laughs> it, but no, but um, who? <laughs> oh god, if they were real, which one would you date? <laughs> um. <laughs> he's the most normal <laughs> out of all of them um and uh, i don't know i feel like in real life they would all look horrifying <laughs> <laughs> because the style is so like over exaggerated and dramatic um but as cartoon characters i do like 2d hair i think it's fun <laughs> if they were real there you, you would hear in the news like 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 ding, 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 like breaking news uh murdoch uh does does a donut in the parking lot and froze 2d out the window to make his <laughs> yeah. eyes all black he gets put in jail forever <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's that's funny <laughs> i um i i can actually do the murdoch and the 2d voice oh really yeah you want to hear him yeah sure yeah so so like let's see i'm gonna I'll, I'll do 2D first. So he goes, he's like, well, I mean, I, I really think that this band is really the best I ever seen, <laughs> and I, I, I don't know where to really go from this. I, <laughs> yeah, you know, something like that. And um, Murdoch <laughs> is like, like, well, I, I know that. That I say that this is the greatest band I've ever seen in the whole life. And I... That's pretty good. Hey, thanks. <laughs> and I... And I go... On the throat. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's a little hard on the... It can be a little hard on the throat if I do it too hard, but... <laughs> but, um, that... But, um, my friend... But my friend can also do it. My friend can also do his voice. And so he does it, and I do 2D. <laughs> do you, can you do Noodle? So we'll pick characters and just kind of go back and forth with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, he, yeah, he goes as he he talks as Murdoch sometimes, and I talk as 2D, and we just go back and forth like in conversation. <laughs> That's awesome. If you were in the car, you'd probably be, you probably feel like you're with gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's a, it could be it could be a good thing. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, in real life, they would be a lot to handle. Well, that's because they were created as like the like a mock of MTV. They're they're not meant to be taken seriously. <laughs> Did you actually watch the MTV Cribs episode about them talking about their place? Yes. Oh my gosh, I think it's so funny. 
like puppet animation makes me laugh. <laughs> How about the uh, the mini cartoons that they made? Oh yeah, the I like the one uh, where they're playing video games. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like like let me tell you how to kill it. Yeah, let, come on. Dude, he's playing his nails and Bernard's yeah. like killing the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, I really hope they get a TV show or something at some point. Why haven't they yet? I mean, like, I mean, like, uh, Death Clock got their own cartoon. Why can't Murdoch get yeah. their cartoon? Something happened and it just didn't go through. But now I guess they're working on the TV show. I, but Jamie hasn't really said anything on it, so I don't know. Speaking of no, speaking of like bands that get cartoons, wait, did you did you just for animation reasons? Because I don't know if you're really. I'm not really a big fan of them either. I just know that they did it. But like the Death Clock, did you actually watch uh, Mel Oculus just for animation standpoints? Uh, Met Metal Oculus. I haven't actually heard of that. That's a uh, that's a it's a cart it's a cartoon on Adult Swim, and it's basically about a death metal band called Death Clock, and they're and they're basically like gorillas of death of death metal. Oh, I think I might have watched a YouTube video or something that mentioned them. Um, no, I haven't actually seen that yet, but I probably should. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, like... Gautier is actually a really good musician that has a lot of animated music videos. He did Somebody That I Used to Know. Uh, almost all of his other music videos are animated, and I think that's really cool to kind of combine that. Yeah, because um, music music and art are just, like, you know, together. Like. Yeah, absolutely. How... Um... I, I I got kind of confused though. Is Jack Black actually in the humanity like song, or is he just in the video? No, he's just in the video. Uh, George Benson played the guitar, actually. I think. That, that's funny because uh, Tenacious D is funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you seen the the Pick of Destiny? Oh no, I haven't. Hello. Yeah, hello. Oh, oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> but, uh, mic problems today. God. Hello. But um, but yeah, I mean, like the yeah the yeah the pick of destiny today. That's Stacey's D's first and only movie so far. Oh, <laughs> no, I haven't watched that. I haven't seen it either, but I seen I had I had people tell me it's funny in the past. Yeah, well, humor moves on very quickly. Like the things we find funny now probably aren't going to be in a couple years. <laughs> so um, so like, who? Who do you like drawing the most? Like who like who do you go who you go like full gear for when you when it comes to um when it comes to I know I can draw them and I'm gonna draw them right now. Um, out of gorillas or just in general? It can be both. I would love to hear both. Um, I probably my go-to in gorillas is Noodle, um, just because she has the most like I don't know simplest face, but also her hairstyle like really differs depending on the phase, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. But other than that, uh, probably Mina. Um, they are kind of similar. It's like that round face with the short bob cut hair. And uh, I don't know. I just It's something about that that I could just... Like at work, I'll start doodling and I'll either be one of them. <laughs> so um, have you ever heard of home stuff before? Yes, I have. <laughs> um, what's your thoughts? Um, I started reading it in middle school and then I never finished it. Um, just the way that it was written at the time didn't catch my interest. But... I do know that the animation is beautiful and the characters are well written. And I have a lot of friends that say that um, it ex it inspired a lot of their work. 
currently. So I, I know a lot of people hate on it just because like some of the fans are annoying or something like that. But I think it's a pretty good piece of literature if you're looking at it from a technical standpoint. Yeah, because I would love to see. I would love to see your art it, like with Homestuck characters, just to see how that looks. Yeah, I I was actually thinking a while ago about doing all the characters and just kind of uh, that style. But I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so, um, do you uh, table conventions in your area for your art? I don't, but this year at Savannah Comic Con, uh, my friend Small Birds, she's also on Twitter. You can look her up. Uh, and I are probably going to split a table um, just to see how it works and try and get our names out there and stuff like that. Um, but it's always been something that I've wanted to do. And so I'm going to work on prints this year and see what I can get together in time. I mean, that, I mean, I mean, like, obviously I'm from Chicago and there's going to be no way for me to get down to the Carolinas <laughs> for me to see your booth. But, um, but I, but I totally, su- but also I support everything that you do because you, you do, ama- you do an amazing job and everything. I, and I totally oh, mean you. that. And, um, and if I, and if I could, I would buy art from you if I, um, from, from your booth, but there's always commission, so I can always pay you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do have a Patreon going too. That's at soap tears and a Kofi. Everything's kind of at soap tears. So I don't really need to say that, but, um, I eventually see San Diego comic-con and like the big ones and just kind of see what I can do over there. <laughs> So, um, where, where did your username come from? Soap Tears? Like, what does Soap Tears mean? Um, so, my friends call me Soap, just because it kind of sounds like Sophie. Yeah. Um, and I combine that with a really old nickname that my friends uh, called me in elementary school. I don't know why, but he called me So Tears. <laughs> and so I combined that with Soap, and uh, here we are. So you use the nickname from back in high school, and you're just like, this works. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it stands out. People are like, "What?" But also, if you get soap in your eyes, there will be tears. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're not saying if you see soap, you're gonna cry. We're just saying <laughs> maybe we'll cry tears of joy. I don't know. <laughs> no, we'll cry. No, we'll cry tears of tears of joy if she makes your favorite character really, really awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So. So. Uh, um. My username. It's a funny backstory. I mean, like, oh yeah, yeah. So I, so I'm nostalgia vamp now, but I used to be Luigi Steel. Oh. <laughs> but what happened was, is that Luigi Steel came from when I was like, in the seventh and eighth grade. So that was like 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a big Guitar Hero fan. I love Guitar Hero. I have every single oh, game yeah. that ever been released. <laughs> and that's how I heard about gorillas, by the way. And uh, and um, oh yeah, yeah, they're in Guitar Hero Five. And uh, in Guitar Hero Three, they make you get yourself a username on the Wii because you know the internet was free and you need to make a username. And so, yeah. and so I took Luigi from the Mario Brothers. And I took the last name Axel Steel and I just put them together and I made at Luigi Steel. Oh, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> And then, uh, and then when I grew up and I started to want to make my username more relatable to who I am, I just, I just took my love for nostalgia and how I like vampires and put it together and called myself Nostalgia Man. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just my little funny backstory right there. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, 
So what what college do you want? Are you gonna go to for your art? I go to the Savannah College of Art and Design. It's uh it's in Georgia, and I'm majoring in animation and minoring in film. Hey, do do you ever did you ever wanted to go to Cal Arts so that people kept talking about like this is where artists should go is at Cal Arts in California or? Yeah, I did, and I almost sent in my portfolio and all that stuff, but then there was a chance that I wasn't gonna get it back just because it was a physical portfolio that they needed, and it was, and that's all the way across the country for me. <laughs> so it was uh, less. Expensive to four hours than fly. I wanted to come home. <laughs> yeah, because because I, that's that that would be quite the journey. That'd be quite the journey to visit home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but also SCAD has like a ninety nine percent like uh, graduation with a job rate. Like, I'm getting out of school, and that's something that I really want. Like, I'm I put work before everything else, which I think is also kind of ironic because work is cartoons <laughs> so it's not supposed to be that deep yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> but i also i work really hard i will put it before like having relationships i've been single literally because of that like i didn't go to prom like because i'm working on stuff um there's a a song by ajr and it's called come hang out and it's about um artists working to get to where they need to be and putting off social events because of that and it just it relates to me a lot because even though i'm an artist working and it's a childish field that doesn't mean I have to be childish when it comes to work like I have a really strong work ethic and I'm ambitious about it and I just want to keep doing that is um so like so um since you're so dedicated to to, to the work um what what do you have do you have um any other hobbies that, that you go like if you don't want to do that at the moment and you want to do something else like what what is something that you love that you love doing you know what besides like working on cartoons watching cartoons anything outside the cartoon field do you like <laughs> do you game sometimes yeah i wouldn't really consider myself a gamer girl or anything like that because i'm pretty bad at it yeah but um there are a couple games that i really enjoy my sister and i are playing portal again right now um uh bioshock i really like the persona series um just stuff like that that have stories that can take me out of real life I have well-written characters and environments that really throw you in there. Yeah. Um, those are pretty cool to me. I like doing that. I also, I mean, lately, uh, what else? I don't know. I'll watch a lot of movies and uh, m musicals with my parents and stuff. They like doing that. How about um? How about anime? Is anime really interested you? Um, not like recently. Uh, when I was in middle school, I watched a lot of it. I really liked Danganronpa and Attack on Titan and stuff like that, but recently it's it hasn't just because um there's i don't know not to bring up like sexualization or the way that they that they treat like young girls and like women in a lot of recent cartoons in uh in japan are kind of iffy to me but don't get me wrong there are a lot of really good ones um but just recently nothing has like stuck out like i watched my hero academia it's okay i, I don't it's all right <laughs> there's a lot of hype around I really understand that, but I'm not gonna judge. <laughs> you do you. Yeah, a lot. A lot of people keep telling me you gotta watch My Hero Academia. It's amazing. It's awesome. And I'm like, I'm getting to it. <laughs> I mean, because because yeah. I'm because I because I watched Year Gun. I used to say year ago, mm -hmm. and I thought that was all right. Yeah, I just I don't. There's like so much hype surrounding it, and it just seems like every other superhero anime. 
Like I've watched. I feel like I've watched it before. <laughs> um. So uh, I mean, so like, do do you think that um that that uh that that anime and gorillas can work out if they if they really wanted to? Because you know, Noodle could be the main going character because Noodle is the most, you know, the most reliable character to do that off of. <laughs> I think it could probably work out, but it really depends on what Jamie wants to do, I guess. Uh, he's very protective. <laughs> can, can you imagine Jamie? No, I can just imagine. Can you imagine Jamie's just in his office and he has like the, he has like the most sour face, like he has like the, like the face, like the most sour face on his face and he's just <laughs> arting and, he's, and he and goes, and goes, someone just knocks on his door and he goes like, and, and so and he goes like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He goes like, uh, sir, uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, the lunch that the lunch in the break room is uh, is uh, in ten minutes. It's like, like no, I'm arting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people have asked him. They're like, hey, work on like a music video or whatever. He's like, I'm gonna do it all. <laughs> Which I kind of understand. I'm also like that when it comes to work. Like, if you want something done right, so, like that's why I work on all of my comics just kind of by myself. I'll ask people for writing help and just to make sure that I'm on the right track. But I write all my scripts, I sketch it out, I line and I color it. Um, just because that's how I want to do it in my mind. <laughs> so um, have you ever thought of playing the... Well, you don't have to sell it because, you know, it's it's not your characters, but um, mm. besides Chelsea. But um, um, have have you ever thought about putting the Gorillaz comic on physical so if some so if somebody, if they don't want to scroll through all those things on Twitter they can just open up something and read it um no just because it's not in the correct format for like a physical book if yeah. I were to print something out it would probably be trials because it's an actual comic <laughs> and it would uh it would work better like that you'd be able to read it but with birds of a feather it's more um just like you click through it uh, digitally because they're all squares and the same size and that's partially the reason why I started to hate it by the end <laughs> because it wasn't the correct format and it looked lazy <laughs> now, now, you, now if you take like the panel now you take like panel one panel two and put them on the same page up like like to make a full page and do the same thing all the way through yeah it's still it doesn't have the correct timing of a comic it's more uh, meant to be an animatic uh, so if people wanted to dub it um and do voice acting for that it's more meant for that actually so people can make youtube videos of it and stuff and i'd totally support it um a couple of people actually reached out and asked me if i wanted to be a part of a dub um but i just don't have the time for that <laughs> i have others that i'm working on but i will completely support other people going through and dubbing it <laughs> is um hit has uh since you love art and 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 voice acting to some extent. Have you ever thought about cosplay? Yeah, I actually um I was Fiona at uh, Heroes Con the other month, <laughs> uh, just because I had recently bleached my hair blonde, and I was like, you know what, I look like her. Let's do it. And I bought all the stuff on uh, on like Etsy, and I was like, this is easy, and I can wear it casually. <laughs> so uh, my friend is actually Marshall Lee. It's fun. That. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. I I was actually Marshall Lee by first convention, but it looked nothing like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of hard. Like with the gray paint and everything, it's kind of a lot. Yeah, because because you know when you go to your first convention, your cosplays aren't usually anything. Oh, 
My first convention was uh, when I was in seventh grade, I think, and I was Monami from Super Danganronpa 2, and it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, does does your cut the? Oh, I, I, I this is a little late in the podcast because because I I usually say this first, but since you were a nurse, I wanted to put the artist questions first. But um, if you have a cosplay backstory, where did your cosplay begin? <laughs> um, it, I I usually don't like super easy like i don't have to wear a wig and i don't a little bit like i thought about uh when i had short brown hair before i thought about doing rapunzel from old um but now i'm blonde so i'm thinking about blonde characters and my next one is probably going to be spider gwen um but i don't sew anything i don't make anything i just kind of buy it up. yeah cosplay's cosplay no matter what though <laughs> yeah that's true i just like i would never enter like a i didn't make it then i wouldn't want to take credit for somebody else's work um the uh, my next convention is actually coming up in November. I'm going to a convention called Daishokan. Oh, cool! And uh, have you heard of it? No, I haven't. But it reminds me of some of the local ones in Charlotte, like uh, IchibenCon. That's <laughs> what we have. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's at the Kalahari in the Dells, and and they and it, it's an anime convention. And they literally give and they literally give you a pass to use everything else in the hotel from the water park to the amusement park to the arcade Whoa. and everything. It's kind of boo. There's a movie theater even connected to the thing. Whoa! How much are tickets? Um, for the con- the convention itself is I think forty dollars. Wow! And the steal. And the and and if you're going and if you're the one paying for the room. Then that's whatever the price is, and all your friends chipping in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have have you have you ever had to chip in uh, for a hotel room with your friends? Not hotel rooms, but for movie tickets and uh, like Uber rides and stuff like that. Nobody ever pays you back fully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because this is my this is gonna be my first time going to a convention for a whole weekend. And oh wow! Yeah. And uh, and staying in a hotel room, nonetheless. Yeah, I've only been to ones that are close by that I can just drive to and then drive home. <laughs> that that's how it usually is for me because when I go to the Midwest every year, I, it's only two towns away from me, so I don't have to go yeah. that far. But we're talking a four-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. <laughs> and and where and where I live, I'm only live an hour away from Milwaukee, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, is, uh, have you ever thought about going to Halde Matsuri in Florida, at least? Uh, I haven't actually heard of that. <laughs> it's a, um, it's a convention, it's an anime convention in Florida that happens, like, a few days before Christmas, and it's literally a Christmas anime convention. Oh, that's cute, Oh. <laughs> so, like, so, like, you'll see, like, people walking around, it's like, you know, My Hero Academia, but Christmas edition. That's so fun. <laughs> And uh, of course, they have Santa and and Christmas theming going all over the place, and they sell anime <laughs> stuff like your kind of stuff around there too. And and you said your next con's coming up uh, next month, right? No, it's um. Oh shoot, let's see. I th- think it's in like February. It'll be uh my second quarter in um college. Uh, but I just went to Heroes Con, which was last month. And uh, how was it? How was the con? 
I think it was pretty cool. I wanted to go a couple other days. Like, I only went for the one day just to check it out because I feel like it's a rite of passage for anybody in North Carolina to go to one of the biggest comic book conventions in the nation. So I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll go. Whatever. Uh, I went with my dad and my sister, and we just kind of hung out. Uh, It was pretty cool. There was a lot of uh, local artists there and a lot of SCAD professors that I saw, and I was like, hey, what's up? (laughs) Like, I knew them, and I was like, oh. (laughs) You're just like, okay, man, good yeah, I'm like, hey, I'll be in your class next semester. What's up? <laughs> How awesome is that? That you go to the convention and you and you're basically meet all your teachers outside yeah, the school environment. It was like an open house. <laughs> or a fuller house. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh. <laughs> <sighs> oh man. There was a lot of fun stuff there. Um my um, if you want to go to a convention that's really awesome, if you ever want to come up to the Midwest, um, we have C2E2, which is basically the medium, like the medium con between San Diego and New York, which is, which are, you know, two of the biggest. And um, we, we have the, uh, what am I trying to say? That C2E2 is owned by the people who run those cons. Oh, very cool. So we're the medium. And yeah. and um it it's really awesome and I think you would really like it cuz it's not just anime, it's just it's comic stuff in general. Yeah, and that's what I like about Heroes Con. Like I think there was something for everybody there. Yeah. And and this this year that just passed that I went to was the 10th anniversary, so if so next year will be the 11th. So I can't wait to go to my this would be my sixth, my fifth one when I go to it next year. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, once I get enough like travel money and I actually have like a, a job and stuff. I mean, I do have a job, but it's like a part-time job, so that's not going to give me enough money to travel and do things. <laughs> but I do want to start getting around, making my way around and kind of setting up booths and seeing what other uh, states do. Yeah, because I... I mean, like your art's amazing. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you did, if you boofed it, people will want to buy it. <laughs> I don't know. There's always, uh, there's, just kind of like starting. I guess is what makes me worried about it because you have to pay the admissions fee, and then like, what if you don't make enough to get past that and like actually make a buck? You know. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. I was actually thinking about tabling this podcast at a convention. Oh yeah, that'd be a good idea. But but then I was like, why not take a step further and try to do a panel? Ooh yeah, that would be cool. A lot more interactive because I feel like podcasts you kind of need to have your voice out there, which you can't really do at the at a table like that. Yeah, so uh, so I signed. So I actually, I actually did it. I signed up for a panel, and I oh. and um at DaishoCon, I hope I get my panel. And yeah, that would be so cool. What I'm planning on doing is that I'm gonna, is that I'm gonna get headcount from everyone, and I'm gonna actually put it on DVD and give it to all of them. I'll send you a copy of the panel DVD if you want one. Yeah, sure. It's um, the the uh, the panels I hope will be awesome because I want because I'm gonna possibly I'm trying to get a home stuff to interview because. Oh, that'd be cool. Because I think people would would hype over that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially at conventions. There's a lot of people that go out for that kind of stuff. Um, what's what's your favorite um, what's your favorite video game console that from the past 
um, in the present that you can think of? Um, I'm a sucker for the Switch right now. I really like what they're doing with that, except for the fact that my Joy-Cons always drift, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, really like the uh, Nintendo DS. Um, I guess I just really like Nintendo. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do have a couple PlayStations, and I have a Vita and stuff, but there's just something really uh, simple about the way that the Nintendo systems are set up that I like. Yeah. And um, how about the how about the um, the past, like from the Super Nintendo Genesis era? Oh, I actually let's see. My first me down for my mom. I think it was just the Nintendo, like the brick. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was really a video game console. <laughs> <laughs> it was it did its job. Um, but the only games that I had were like Super Mario and Tetris, so it wasn't. Um, but I never actually I didn't. My first real one that I got for me was the Nintendo DS Lite, which is pretty old in the or or not new. So you, um, it's pretty down the line of stuff. It's not super old. So so you know you never you never got the chance to play uh, N sixty four or Super Nintendo and on that yet. Nope. <laughs> They're awesome consoles. Because my parents were never really into video games. Like my mom only had the um, original Nintendo, and that was it. And like I've I've never had an Xbox. It's been PlayStation and Nintendo stuff. No, it's all right. I um I have a Switch too, and um I love my Switch. Yeah, I I think that's probably their best one so far. I dig it a lot. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Splatoon. Not that Splatoon Two was ending, but. Do you uh, <laughs> do you have Smash? Played it literally every day, and now I'm not terrible. <laughs> At Smash. Yeah, I used to be pretty bad, and now I'm, like, average. I'm not good by any means, but I'm not bad. <laughs> I mean, like, Smash has been the same for years. I mean, nothing's really changed besides characters. <laughs> yeah, except I've owned it, so... <laughs> I haven't... I played it at friends' houses, but that was it. And so this is the first time that I've actually gone out of my way to buy it so that I could get good. <laughs> I, um, I have the... I know we were talking about this earlier, but I have the My Hero game that came out, and it's not bad. Yeah, what kind of game is it? Like, is it like a rumble or is it like Street Fighter esque? How does it work? Um, remember, <laughs> I I don't know if you ever played this or seen it, but remember the uh, the Dragon Ball Z games that were like they gave you a big field, like it was a big field that you could fight in, and yeah, it's kind of like that, but I say you can't stay floating in the air like Dragon Ball Z does. Oh, okay. <laughs> So it's basically a fighting game that gives you a whole big area of the realm, like Tekken, sort of. But yeah. Something like that. Hmm. Interesting. And Tekken's a good game if you ever play if you haven't played that yet. No, I haven't. I'll put that on my list. <laughs> it's a it's a fighter game if you're into those. Yeah, I've. Uh, let's see. What was the last like? I guess the last fighting game that I actually played was uh, Persona 4 Arena. <laughs> Aside from Smash, but I just. Uh, I don't know. It's something about getting really good at it and then just kicking your friend's ass. That's really funny to me. Because <laughs> nobody has played Persona 4 Arena except for me. And so that I always have the advantage. Same with ARMS. I'm really good at ARMS because nobody else knows how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I... For you, then. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. Um, there's there's this... Uh, you can't... The, the thing is, though, is that... They they made something for it that you can actually afford that you that that I recommend because you can't afford the real thing, but um, there's a there's a system called the Neo Geo. 
Mm-hmm. And it came out in the 90s. And the console itself used to be an arc- was an arcade machine, and it still is. Um, not to this day, but like it, it still is from the 90s. And they and they took the hardware and they put it into a home console. And, oh, that's cool. And the console itself cost like five hundred dollars. Oh my god. And the games them and the games alone back then, and they still kind of are, um five hundred dollars on the high end and fifty dollars on the low end. Oh my god. <laughs> and and that and and that's why you got that's why you got to be rich to to even own one. I'm pretty sure you growing up or anyone that you know now doesn't even own one because of that. Yeah. Gosh. But um, but since you're a fighting game fan, um, they made a they made a version of it called the Neo Geo Mini, and it's way more affordable. <laughs> and um. And there's an American version and a Japanese version or European version, and um, and they both have separate games on it. But they made a but they made a version where they put all those games from both versions to put onto one called the Christmas edition, mm. and um, and it's a red and gold because you know Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but it has 48 games when when uh, it has 48 games on the together one, but separately they both have 40. And um and the Japanese one has more of the more of the uh fighters and the ours has more like the metal slug ish games like the shooters and the other kind of oh, games. Oh yeah. That kinda makes sense. That's that adds up pretty much <laughs> for each country. So I so um so like I so I would recommend you get the Christmas one because you can get all the fighting games on it like fail, like the classics like Fail Fury, Art of Fighting, King of Fighters, just like oh yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, Samurai Showdown, uh, wow, Exuna Encounter Tag Team Battle. It's it's a it's an ama- it's an awesome amazing thing and I totally recommend it. I can link you to it if you want me to. Yeah, that sounds good. Um. So, so what's, so what, what's your, like, what's your, um, your plans, like, after leaving college? Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go to Cartoon Network and say, like, hey, I want to make this cartoon or Nickelodeon or Disney XD or what's, what, what would you like to do? Working as a storyboard artist, like a writer or something like that, where it's not just animating, but it's also helping in the creative process. Yeah. Um doing that for another show and then eventually working my way up to my own show is kind of the goal. That that's pretty that's pretty awesome. I would I I'm what I would love to see your cartoon and see how that would turn out with your own characters cuz like you know ama- you do amazing character art and I would love to see them animate and do amazing things. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I've I've been uh, working on a lot of stuff that I'm trying to I eventually I want to pitch uh, for stuff. And so I got to start taking those pitching classes and get ready to <laughs> have like a portfolio full of stuff. Um, but right now a good start is the comic things, uh, just the characters out there doing that kind of stuff. But eventually um, I might make like a pilot for my senior film for one of my uh, comics or something. But yeah. Yeah. I had the, I had this, I, I had this crazy, uh, I, I actually got two crazy stories about animation. Um, my first story is that I was actually I was actually considering like like 
like a few years ago that makes Homestuck the animated series. Oh yeah, I've seen a couple really cool animations on YouTube for that. Yeah, I was gonna. I was actually gonna. I was actually gonna try to build like from the ground up a Homestuck the animated series and get all these voice actors and get all this stuff, but it, it felt it like when I I fell down on the ground with it faster than it could get up because yeah. because everything just fell through. Yeah, that's a big project to work on stuff like that. I've tried to do that. Uh, I actually tried doing that with uh, another story of mine, uh, Color Aftermath. I don't know if you follow my Instagram, but it was kind of uh, people liked it on there a lot. Um, but it, does... it just it fell through. Like it, I couldn't get all of the voice actors together, and editing it all together was really difficult. And I couldn't do it all by myself, and it just kind of fell through. Yeah, I uh, I just no, I followed you. I just followed you um, on there last night, I think. Yeah, so oh, right. <laughs> I'm I'm fresh too. I'm fresh <laughs> with a P. Yeah, Instagram has been kind of whipping my butt with the algorithm. I've lost and gained in the past. Uh, I haven't really gone up in followers in like four months. <laughs> the no, I mean like your no your your photos on there are fresh are fresh like P R European dollar sign regular dollar sign <laughs> H like my friend likes to put. <laughs> Yeah, well, Instagram doesn't think so because everybody's unfollowing me for some reason. I don't know why the algorithm is just messing with, me, but whatever. Hopefully, it'll kind of stop. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. And some social media can be weird sometimes with their following algorithms. Yeah. Um, what, what do um, do you have a favorite art piece of yours? Oh man, uh, so I used to draw some every day um, for like two years so I do have a lot um, not saying that they're all good but there is a lot to pick from <laughs> um, yeah. um, I got some pretty good scores on my AP art projects uh, <laughs> in high school I did a um, it's a low it's a low oh. question I know <laughs> is it breaking up it was oh okay okay gotcha. it was it was a, yeah. it was a it's a loaded question I know <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. Um, there's a lot to pick through because I draw a lot. Um, let's see. Well, well, I, let me let me scale it down. How like like what's your what's your favorite like original artwork? Because I know that you have a lot of gorillas art too. So yeah, um, probably one of the pieces that I did for AP art. Um, it was a painting of like a realistic hand drawing with a uh, like a staticky background like it's on a TV and then uh, Elliot one of the main characters from my comic uh, in a couple of animation sequences like running forward um, it was a still image it was like a JPEG but it made it look like he was running um, with oh my goodness I'm forget I'm pretty sure the term is Kuroshi but I could be wrong but it's a um, a Japanese term for the overworking of animators that they have because that's such a problem in Japan and so I had the definition on there and it was kind of like a abstract like uh art piece but it kind of meant a lot to me because i know that there are a lot of uh animators that are overworked or underpaid and they just don't get the treatment that they deserve and so it was just kind of reflecting that so um um do you do you uh, uh I, I i know i'm jumping a subject again after that but um do you have a favorite <laughs> do you have a favorite film Favorite film? Um, I have a couple that came out recently that I really enjoy. <laughs> I really like A Quiet Place <laughs> by John Krasinski. Um, 
he actually came to Savannah for the film festival and I got to see him talk about it and it was really cool. Um, he's a great director and I know people only know him from the office, but I love horror movies and that was, it's, it flew to the top of my list. It's fantastic. How about, um, how about, uh, Big Hero 6? Do you like that? I do. Yeah. Um, when it, came out i was kind of flabbergasted because it was a little bit different from a lot of because that was like right after frozen came out and it was just like a a basic like a disney princess movie like whatever and then this was a nice combination of uh superhero movies and animation uh, it's very different from the comics but i think it changed a little bit for the better i love the character designs and uh the world building is really nice the combination of uh aesthetics is right up my alley <laughs> It 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 really it really is a great movie. I I did when it when it first came out, I was like whatever. But but down the road after I saw the cartoon, I was like I gotta watch the movie, and the movie was amazing. Yeah, it makes me cry every time. <laughs> How about uh, uh, here's a big one. How about Ghostbusters and Back to the Future? Um yeah, I I have watched them. They haven't like I know that they're big like cultural like. Uh, icons or whatever but I mean like I'll watch them when they're on and I understand the references but they didn't necessarily stick out to me when I was younger um, but if I were to pick over the two I do think Back to the Future infinitely better <laughs> do you uh, do you have a um, preference over one two and three what order they're put in or um, hmm. it's probably between two and one for me but also like the original is always the best Oh, probably one. <laughs> yeah, the, I love the first one. The second one is amazing, and the third one's eh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how about how about Hotel Transylvania? People keep telling me to watch it, and I bought it. I haven't watched them yet, though. But what's your thoughts on Hotel Transylvania? I actually thought it was really good. The animation was like incredible. I've um, I mean, story wise, it's like pretty basic. It's a, a fun take on monsters. Um, but I thought the character designs were very nice. They, you could tell that they were rooted in 2D animation, and despite it being a CGI animated movie, you can tell that there was a lot of um, heart and like 2D aspects behind it. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Actually, I haven't seen the second and third one. I've only seen the first one, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, and, and have you seen the cartoon version of it, too? I actually haven't, but I did see previews for it and i thought that it looked pretty cute um i'm a sucker for the tangled tv series so i never discount a tv series based on the movie anymore <laughs> I, I i guess you could say you were tangled up <laughs> yeah i'm i'm seriously it's so it's so good the music is incredible because alan menken's working on it and the um animation is based on glenn Keane's work and it's just it's so good oh my goodness <laughs> and the um and and I also want I also want to ask speaking of cartoons too. Um, if okay, here's a big one. I know I know you're gonna have a hard time with this, and I don't know if it's a little question, but um, if you if if there was three contracts right in front of you on the table right now, and in Disney XD, Cartoon Network, and Nickelodeon say you can only sign one, which one would you want to go with? Mm. As much as I love Nickelodeon. I would put them out first because they're kind of dipping right now. They're hitting a little bit of a low point. So <laughs> I'm going to count them out. Uh, Got to be between Disney XD because I do put in a lot of heart and their shows are very clean. And that's kind of what I want for my shows. 
but they also have a lot of limitations when it comes to uh like if like diversity and um like sexualized or like uh, sexualities for characters and stuff like that because it's disney and they hate everything so <laughs> um it would probably i don't know i mean cartoon network would be the safe bet because they would let me do what i want but i feel like you could get a lot done with disney xd i don't know oh my goodness this is hard <laughs> hey if you work for cartoon network though you could work with Re- rebecca sugar yeah that is true but also some of the ways that they animate their shows um aren't my favorite like uh the animation studios that they uh send storyboards to don't necessarily have what i'm looking for but that's generalizing all shows so it would really depend um it also depends on the schedule because cartoon network needs to stop airing teen titans go like right now (laughs) (laughs) like stop mirifying teen titans go my god Uh, it's like air anything else please like like you could like you could air like the first five seasons of of like Bunsen's is a beast i don't care yeah <laughs> um no wait no Bunsen's is a beast it's nickelodeon oh. it, needless <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but like but like do you have a favorite cartoon that's on right now um uh probably OKKO actually uh I've been binging that and it was surprisingly good at first I wasn't sure I was like okay this kind of looks a little cheap like whatever like just kind of gimmicky but they did a really good job of like creating a weird world that isn't like grounded in reality at all (laughs) like it's so strange the characters are way like over the top but I kind of love it um I'm guessing you like Steven Universe or my universe yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I'm really excited for the movies. It looks pretty good. I know every time. Every time I see a Steven Universe cosplay or someone brings it up, I just, I just got, I just got to be like, oh yeah, my universe makes me loving it. Because <laughs> <laughs> see, Steven, I mean, like, I, 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 uh, I legit heard that Rebecca Sugar said that she has a brother that's also named Steven, and she named it off of him. And that's why they. Yeah, made it. it's based on yeah, it's her, based on her brother who uh, actually is an is an artist on the show, so they work on it together. That's pretty cool. Yeah, which is what I want to do with my sister. We're very like, uh, we make jokes about being the next like Duffer Brothers, like uh, they did Stranger Things. But yeah. We're gonna make the next thing because we just uh, we bounce off each other with ideas so well, and it's just really easy to write with her. If if you um if you guys need a um. A, a voice actor, I can I can try to, to do a voice for some. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've been meaning to put out kind of like a casting call just so I can practice with voice clips and stuff for animating, but I also don't really know how to animate yet because I haven't. I mean, like I do, but I haven't taken classes yet, so I still consider myself amateur at it. Yeah, because I I tried no I tried um doing I tried I tried uh, giving out my Equus voice. For some for an Equus ca- comic from Homestuck, because I can do his voice really well, just as much as I can do like Murdoch and Two D, and mm-hmm. uh, and um and and someone said like, hey, uh, I need an Equus voice actor. You anyone want to read these lines? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll try. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so I did, and I didn't hear back from it. But it, it it was it was nice to know that my voice that that the voice got used somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's some good practice. I've been, uh, I brought my microphone to school and I had 
friends record some uh, some lines for trial scenes that I haven't uh, written yet. Well, I mean, I have written them, but they haven't been in the comic yet. Um, but I animated some of them just to kind of practice and play around with uh, programs on my iPad. And it was actually really, really fun to see my characters come like that. Um, does does um does your comic already have like a already have an animation process going through with it already? No, it's it's all just started it but when i write the scripts i do think of it more as a cartoon and then i just reformat it for a comic when i start drawing it um but the the chapters are not typical comic length chapters they're uh they're like an, a whole episode <laughs> so they're kind of long but um that'll make it easier to translate into a tv show so do you think do you think we'll ever see uh chelsea ever again <laughs> in a comic or um, anything yeah, I think if they um, once they like come out with the TV show or their next album or whatever, I'll be able to um, kind of go back to that. But also, um, once I finish the first chapter of Trials, I might do um, kind of like a season two or like an epilogue or something. Because um, I was thinking about Plastic Beach and what I could do with that. <laughs> oh, oh man, Joseph, I'm Plastic Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be really fun, especially uh, this time colored and... Um, with the ending that they originally had planned for Plastic Beach, which is really awesome. So I could just basically rewrite it and see where it goes from there. Have, um, have you ever seen The uh, the Room, by the way, that movie? I've seen clips of it, and I've seen people dunk on it, but I haven't actually watched it all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> that is a movie that's so bad that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the terrible part that makes it so good. Yeah. Um, because I, I was going to say, if you watch it, I was going to say what you like about it. <laughs> oh, you're breaking up a little bit. Sorry. Repeat that. No, I was going to, I was going to say if you did see it, what you liked about it, but. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, uh, you, you know, there was supposed to, there was supposed to be an alternate ending to that movie, but they cut out. Which was. What? What's that? Which was what? <laughs> So Tommy was supposed to was supposed to at the end of the movie I think go into a Mercedes into like a Mercedes Benz or a Cadillac or something and the car was supposed to start flying and that was supposed to reveal he was a vampire the whole time. What? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I love it. Make, that makes more sense than what actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but like. But like, yeah, I mean, how long we've we been doing this for? We've been doing this for an hour and twenty minutes. An hour and twenty minute podcast. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, like, obviously, obviously, when I add out all those uh, microphone breakups and all that stuff in the post editing process, it it'll probably it. I'm gonna make it sound good. Okay. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. It won't sound like a blabbering mess like it like we've been having so far. It's gonna sound good in the end. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I mean, it's we had a good we had a good hour twenty, and um, did did you enjoy your time? Yeah, this was fun. This was cool. Talk about the process and everything. Yeah, it's no problem. Um, so uh, tell uh, tell people where they where they can uh, find you. 
Uh, so I have an Instagram at Soap Tears. I also have a Twitter at Soap underscore Tears because somebody is hogging the at. Um, <laughs> and then I have a Patreon and a Kofi and a Tumblr, all at Soap Tears. Um, and also, also Commissioner, she makes great art. She'll make great art for you. So pay pay her yeah. to do your art. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on Facebook. At Cyber Time Bite. Follow me on Twitter at Nostalgia Vamp. And get my merchandise at Redbubble.com where y- even you, you know. You know, you make all you make all these comics, you make all this art, you're going to you're gonna to go to college to do all this art, but you even know that the spork is the most powerful of them all. <laughs> Absolutely. You 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 secretly use the spork when you eat your meals. <laughs> One hundred percent. All right. Oh God! Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode sixty-one of Cyber Time Bite. I hope all of you have a fantastic day. <laughs>